Hi, it's Beth, and this is the Uncabaret. This episode features Emmy Award-winning writer Cindy Schupack, who is an executive producer on Sex and the City and Everybody Loves Raymond, and is also the author of the Between Boyfriends book. And now, Cindy Schupack. It was three days before my 10-year high school reunion when my husband told me he thought he might be gay. He wasn't sure if he was gay, having never been with a man, but he thought it was something he ought to figure out. Now, he chose that moment, I think, not simply to get out of going to my reunion, but (laughs) because we'd spent the last six months looking at houses together, and that afternoon we'd finally found one in Pasadena that we both liked. Apparently, the forever of a wedding vow sounded sort of vague and idealistic to Matt, whereas a 30-year mortgage was surprisingly specific. (laughs) It it sounded like a commitment, the kind of commitment one shouldn't make while one's sexuality is pending. I sat stunned in the living room of our Spanish Art Deco duplex apartment and thought about Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Rothman downstairs, who owned the building and were thrilled to rent to such a nice young couple. They were probably just sitting down to dinner, as they had for the past 52 years, discussing the brisket, their grandchildren, her garden. They had recently come upstairs to ooh and ah over the dining room table we bought at the Rose Bowl flea, mar- at the Rose Bowl flea market because Matt liked antiques, I was thinking. And then, <laughs> and then I realized he was still speaking to me. He said he'd been wanting to discuss this for some time now. It was ripping him apart. He didn't want to hurt me. He was hoping to find out he wasn't gay. Maybe he'd find out he was just like 30% gay and then he'd rather be with me. I think he meant that as a compliment. Um, But all I could think was, how would we calculate his percentage of gayness? He'd sleep with 10 men, and if he enjoyed three of them, and I was never good at math. And and then would I take him back if and when the experiment failed, or would it be succeeded? And what about the reunion? We were supposed to stay with my parents. Oh, God, my parents. How would I tell my parents? How would I tell my friends? How would I tell our real estate agent who'd been dragging us around for six months? Minutes went by, maybe hours, and Matt finally sighed and said he was so relieved to get that off his chest, he kind of wanted to have sex. (laughs) With who, I asked. (laughs) With you, he said. I wasn't in the mood. I was tired. I needed to cry, then sleep, then wake up when the bookstores were open. The next day before work, I screeched into the parking lot of B. Dalton Books and went directly to the self-help section where all problems could be solved. However, there was no book for the wives of men who suspect they might be gay. There was a book called Loving Someone Gay for teachers and family members, but nothing for spouses. (laughs) That is when I officially started to panic. I did not want to pioneer a problem, especially in Los Angeles, where people have lots of problems. I wanted the validation of a book, the anecdotes of other women, the statistics of a study. In fact, it occurred to me that the whole point of the self-help section is simply the reassurance that your particular problem is at least widespread enough to merit a book. (laughs) I was holding on to two tiny shreds of hope at that moment. One, this is a bad dream, and two, this is a very small bookstore. As I scanned the shelves for something, anything that might make me feel less alone, my eyes landed on the title, How to Defend Yourself Against Alien Abduction. (laughs) A closer inspection revealed that this volume was not, in fact, a humor book, but an actual book with actual advice, like block their mind control and fight back, guard your love.